Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside Garage Door Sports. Your no-holds-barred weekly discussion on everything in the sporting world. For all your news on hockey, baseball, basketball, football, soccer, and more, you've come to the right place. And now, it's time for your hosts, Nick McVicker, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji. That's right, folks. We are back. Another episode after a week off due to some very unforeseen technical difficulties. <laughs> the studio was without wi-fi for an entire day not not kidding we were going to record early in the morning last week i didn't get wi-fi back in the studio until five o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> it was just not it was just not gonna happen but we are back we are happy to be back not only are we happy to be back sports are coming back so we got a little bit to talk about actually finally about sports um nick mcvicker in studio joined through the garage door sports cup phone by kyle vardy how you doing today my man you know, living the life, still in quarantine, and still uh, wanting to go back outside and do stuff. So. Soon enough. Soon enough, my friend. Everything's starting to open up. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, golf courses open up today in Ontario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long before you're out on the green? As soon as possible. <laughs> so, this week? Yeah, probably. Well, we do have a lot to talk about. We are going to get to start a conversation about our favorite jerseys in a little bit. Uh, Irfan has sent us his picks. Don't worry. We were not going to let him get away with not being involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is, he is celebrating Ramadan. We, don't, we wanted him to actually enjoy it, so good for him. Happy Ramadan to everyone who is celebrating. Um, but to start off with our kickoff segment... Sponsored by Canada Kicking Academy, calling all kickers and punchers in the Southern Ontario region. If you are looking for year-round professional development with elite competition, you need to train with the Canada Kicking Academy. The Ferrara brothers, Daniel and Gabe, are both University of Guelph alumni, and after illustrious university careers, they want to teach you everything they've learned over the years. You You want to take your special teams game to the next level? You need to train with the Canada Kicking Academy. Visit them at canadakickingacademy.com and follow them on Instagram at canadakickingacademy. So today, we're going to talk about stuff opening up, and slowly but surely, everything is. And in fact, the Bundesliga is starting today in just a little bit. We're recording at 9 in the morning, so it's starting fairly soon for us in Ontario. Um, yep. But here in North America, everything's a little bit slower because we were a little bit behind, which is fine. It happens. It didn't reach here as fast as it reached other places, which, is, which makes sense. Right. But this week, has, there's been some comments made by players across multiple associations and mm-hmm. across multiple leagues about returning to play. And a couple of them made sense. A couple of them were a little bit out there and angered a lot of people. Um, so yep. I want to get into that. Um, let's start with Mitch Marner of the, you know, on your hat Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. And his comments were actually pretty logical. Like he, he was on Twitch streaming video games because that's pretty much what all athletes are doing right now when they're not training. <laughs> exactly. Like. Yeah. Um, and he made the comment that 
what happens if we come back and someone gets it? And he went to an extreme and said, what happens if someone gets it and dies? Yeah. Now that's, that's a legitimate concern. Like, I mean, these guys are very healthy, young athletes, right? So everyone always says like, oh, there's a very, very limited risk of them dying, but there's still a risk, right? And Marner brought up the point about Max Domi, who is a diabetic, right? Right. And what happens if he's the one who catches it? Because then he's in in a huge problem if he's the one who catches this. Yeah. So what happens then? Honestly, that, that I think they're going to try and take as many precautions as they can, but at a certain point, there's only so much you can do. Right. Um, and it comes – honestly, it's going to come down to Domi if he values playing more than he values, you know, protecting himself oh. um, from this thing, right? So he, he very well – Montreal could come back, but Domi could not be on that team. It all depends on how safe he feels returning. I think at a certain point, the NHL is going to set – a bar saying, "Hey, this is as much as we can do. Take it or leave it." No, and and I get that. And Marner brings up a very, very good point. Like, what yeah. happens if someone who has diabetes, like Domi, or some other medical condition? Yep. Because that's not the only medical condition that athletes have. Like, they all no, have. no, no. Everybody has their own thing, and it's uh, it's obviously the risk that they they risk themselves every day by playing with those conditions anyways, right? And this is an added risk, I guess, for lack of better words. No, it 100% is, right? And I I think, yes, it is is a risk that that they're going to have to deal with, but I think it's a risk that the NHL is going to be willing to take because, honestly, the NHL needs the hockey to come back so they can have something. Yeah. And and I get that is what like from a business standpoint, I understand why people are like trying to push for all these sports to come back. Like the NBA made a comment that if they don't play the playoffs this year, they will lose nine hundred million dollars in revenue. No. Just based off T V deals, I think that was. That doesn't even include any like merchandise sales and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Which that seems a little extreme to me that it was 900 million just on TV deal. But then you actually think about it and it's the TV deals are billion dollar deals, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it is a bit ridiculous, but at the same time, there's people's lives at risk, right? Mm-hmm. The players aren't just a commodity. They are they're human beings playing a game. And that's what I think keeps getting lost in a lot of these conversations is that it's a game. As much as we love this game, and we do, we all do. Like, I, this is, I've said this. This is the longest I've gone without playing sports in my entire life. Mm-hmm. It's two months now. This is the longest I've gone without playing sports. Yeah. And, Kyle, you've known me for so long. Sports are always around my life. Like, I am losing my mind because I haven't played oh, sports. Yeah. But at the same time, I know it's a game, and I'm not – I would not be willing to go and play unless I knew for a fact that they were putting every possible precaution in, right? Yeah, and I, th- I think the NHL definitely is doing that. Like, they're trying to put every precaution in, they're trying to find, you know, unique places to play, you know, one central location, whatever it may be, right? Like, screening everybody going right. in and out, that kind of stuff. Um, at a certain point, 
they are a business and they're going to go whether certain players want to play or not. It's going it's to be how it is. Exactly. And, and I understand that. Um, you brought up a good point there. And I think that it gets lost a lot of the time is that they are planning on screening players multiple times. Yeah. Right. Not just the day that they get there and this random day in the middle of their comeback season. No, no, no. They're planning on screening players every day. Mm-hmm. And there's talk about them screening multiple times a day. Yeah. Now, there's a, there's a big thing that keeps getting lost is that think about how many tests that is. That's a lot of tests that aren't going to the general population. They're being sex, like, sectioned off for athletes, for yeah. professional athletes. Does that bring up anything in your mind? That, like, that's a red flag to me. Like, that, that seems wrong in my head. Yeah, like, I guess if you look at it at a certain point, it's, it's one of those that seems they're favoring other people. But all there's also the fact that there's also been almost three months of this now, and the general public has had a lot of time to get screened. Right. Uh, um, so I think the people now that still have to be screened um, is limited compared to what it was, you know, two months back. Um, so I think that because they've been making these tests all the time now, just trying to keep up with production, I think they probably have enough to leave it as is. Yes, it seems like favoritism, but I think <clears throat> if you're talking to a sports fan, they're like all for it, barely. Yeah, Maybe which people who aren't sports fans won't agree with it, but yeah. sports fans 100% be like, yeah, test them every day. As long as sports coming back, I don't care. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like for me, it just seems odd. Like there's so many people that could use these tests, and it's just like, yeah, yeah no, and it's, it's one of those, like, I'm sure. There's going to be some people that go without the test that they no longer can get it comparatively, but. Like, to put this into perspective, um, one of my classmates, Jordan Chikelli, um, on her podcast, she talked about this. And they, the for baseball, she, she specified it for baseball. Um, mm-hmm. 30 teams, 30 days in a month, 30-man 30 ro- 30 roster, because that's what they're ex- possibly expanding to. And they were talking about just doing tests once a day. In the MLB, yeah, that's twenty-seven thousand tests in just a month. Yeah, and that doesn't include managers, coaches, or trainers. That's just players. Twenty-seven thousand tests. Yeah. Now you take that and you put it in the NHL too. Take that, put it in the NBA if they're going to come back. A little bit less because the rosters are a little bit smaller, but still. Yeah. That's a lot of tests. Mm-hmm. And it seems that they're, <laughs> they're more than happy to do it. And I understand why, because it will bring morale back and everything. But you have to understand that these tests can be used for other things, right? I'm, I'm sure they're going to, like, the way the NHL or any sports is going to do it is they're going to contract a company that purely does it for them. Yeah. Right? So, they'll, they'll probably, there'll be a company that does it for the general public and continues to maintain it for the general public. Yeah. And then they will have their own um, test or company that does the test 
um, that just purely for professional sports. That way they can probably get the results back quicker. They can monitor better. Um, so there's a chance that it doesn't actually affect the general public as well. I guess. I don't know. It's just something that I thought needed to be mentioned in this, in all this that keeps getting sort of just brushed under the rug, if you ask me. Yeah, no. And it's one of those, we don't know until it actually comes out of who they're using, you know, um, if it's actually going to affect the general public, if it does, then that's a bigger conversation to have. Oh, of but course. We it's, don't know until then. So exactly. And you know what? That's fine. Um, yeah. Another pro player that made comments this week was Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. And when I said his name earlier, you said what? He's a moron. Yeah. He's not wrong in his initial point, but then he backed it up with bad reason. Just, he, his initial point was he was no, but his initial point was he was worried about coming back because there is inherent risk. That's sure. fine. That is a good leg to stand on. Then he started getting into money. Yeah. And he lost a lot of people. But at the same time, he's not technically wrong. Like if no, you actually, he, is, he, he is wrong. He's wrong. No, no, no. But like if you actually read what what the like the actual breakdown of what he's saying, he's like, if we're going back to the job that we are supposed to be paid to do, why are we getting why are you wanting us to take us almost seventy five percent decrease on something that is putting us at risk? Whereas if you look, every sport no, no, no. does the same thing. Listen, but every other job, every essential job, which is what they're trying to prove that sports is, which is not, by the way, at all. But every other essential job, every job that people are still doing right now during this pandemic, they're getting paid full price. They're getting paid full pop for their contract. But they're also working their full time. Right. MLB is not working there full time. Which is fair. So what his comment was is that he wasn't willing to take a second pay cut. He was willing to do the 50-50, right? If if they're only going to play 50% of the season, he understood the 50%. That is what he said. His comment was that they're now asking them to take another potential pay cut of about 33%, which would knock it down roughly to 25% of his full contract before taxes. That's where he's having a problem. Yeah, which, but, which is fine. That point That's fine. It, it's the comment where he basically compared himself to a firefighter or a right. police officer. That's where the issue is. I which agree. is just like, you're a complete moron. Shut up. I, like, I agree. I agree 100%. That that like, is like, yeah. The extra pay cut, sure. I understand where you're coming from from that. I get that. Like, If you've already taken a pay cut, you don't exactly want to take another one. Because you're still technically doing your job for just half the time, right? But fine. That's, keep it that's at, keep it at that point. Keep it at that point. Don't yeah. You need to stop it. talking. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's it's always the problem where people just keep running in their mouths and just stay like they say stupid stuff because they just have the opportunity to say stupid stuff. Exactly, and that's that's where the issue arises. But at the same time, again, if you break it down, it's. He was doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the uh, Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph issue. He was doing so well until he swung the helmet at Rudolph's head. He actually hadn't done anything wrong <laughs> until that point. <laughs> then he swung the helmet and then he was in trouble. Yeah. Blake Snell was doing so well up until the comments saying that they're like firefighters. 
yeah, that's that was just uh, just. And then all these people are commenting. I was reading some of the comments. It was like, put yourself in your in the firefighter shoes. You'd be done in a in a day. And it was just like absolutely. Oh, but yeah, no, it's just I I, to, I get where he's coming from with the pay cut. It's just spoke way too much. Yeah, because then he doubled down the next day because his original comments were made on uh, Thursday, I think. Yeah, and then he doubled down yesterday, basically saying, um. I'm concerned like everybody else about the virus and I want to make sure me and my peers are taken care of. We want to play under circumstances that we agreed upon as a group. And he did say, I will play if I get 50% and we play 50% of the season, but to accept making less than that and with more risks for our health, it's not fair to the player. And he's right. Mm-hmm. That point is right. And then he went on to say, I have love for all essential workers. I have friends and family who are in the healthcare working essential jobs. Everybody needs to understand this is us wanting fair treatment during a crazy time with the pandemic going on. So like, I don't think Snell was trying to make a stupid comment. Like, I think he was just trying to defend his point. He went a little too far and people jumped on it. And to some extent, rightfully so. They jumped on it trying to make a point. The real issue here is that People don't understand what the point he was trying to make because they're only looking at the one comment and they're not reading into the actual comments that he made. He made multiple really, really good arguments and then got caught on one. And that's the problem with the social media society that we live in is that you can pick and choose what you want to listen to. And some people also take things out of context when you make a statement. It's just how, how it is in today's world absolutely and it's a problem because it keeps it keeps happening and people are getting in trouble yeah um there's a lot of uh there's a lot of comments about like the epl and stuff coming back too um i've actually heard more in the last couple weeks about players saying that they they're, they're not comfortable coming back um I don't know how that will play out. We'll see how this Bundesliga one goes this yeah. week and the next couple of weeks and see how that sort of plays out. If they have no issues and everything goes smoothly, I could see the EPL players feeling a little bit more comfortable, especially talking to their counterparts in Germany because a lot of them, obviously, after playing multiple years, you, you have friends across all the leagues. Right? You're going to talk to them and see how things are going. Um, but with the number of players that have come out, I've, I've seen like 20. 20 to 30 already say that they're not really comfortable going back right now. Do you think that plays a factor in them just canceling the season, especially with Liverpool up by 25 points? If there's not I a think there's, lot to play for. I think there's definitely a chance. Um, I think, as you said, I think once this Bundesliga one goes off, and I think if it goes off without a hitch, I think it's going to definitely calm a bunch of people down. Yeah. Um, and show them like that, you know, Hey, it is possible. Like we can keep you safe and you can play the sport that you love and stuff like that. Right. So it's, um, that's definitely going to be a huge factor. There's definitely gonna be some people that just don't care. I'm not, I'm not risking myself coming back, like just cancel the season. Right. And And as as you said, Liverpool was up so high, really doesn't mean a difference what happens. Yeah. Unless you saw fucking relegation. That's really the only difference. Right. And there's, there's already talk about teams, protesting if there is relegation promotion just because they didn't get to play out the season. Mm-hmm. Which 
you know what, for a season, screw it. Well, the only counterpoint would be the teams that would be promoted are now I, screwed. I, and I understand, I understand that, but at the same time, oh, I feel <laughs> – this is just me talking, but I huh. feel like people would understand. Like, Sure. But, you know, what, what about those the second-level teams that could make a lot more money because they're in the Premier League that are now dropped back down because they didn't get any promotions? Yeah. I'm just thinking because, like, there's there's definitely some people that you – obviously there's going to be a new influx of cash when you're in the top no, league. No, of course. The of course. And I understand yeah. that. And I know Leeds is up right now by two points – or by a point in the championship. Yeah. And they played 37 matches? Wow. I didn't know that they had played that many games. Um, so it's just one of those, like, obviously – I, th- I think they have to play it as is. If there's a t- if there's teams that are close, like if, is there is there cl- one clear in the bottom of the EPL? Yeah, Norwich. Yeah. So, like to me, if if you're clear at the bottom, well, they're clear by four points. Okay. So there's nine games to go. It's not. I wouldn't necessarily call that like clear, but yeah, Norwich is down by four. And they have an extra game played too. So yeah, like <clears throat> like. Ooh. Because usually it's bottom three. Yeah, bottom yeah. three. So to me, you can limit it to one, right? Yeah. yeah. Where where it's it's hey, Nart, sorry, but you're at the bottom and you played an extra game comparatively. We're dropping you down. Bite the bullet. And, and obviously they're not going to be happy because it's going to be they think they're probably going to be saved because of this whole thing. But yeah, it is what it is. Like, but <laughs> that's that's. That's the key right there. It is what it is, and people need to understand that if they decided to do it, they decide to do it, and we just have to kind of make make do next season with whatever the lead 20 is. Yeah. Right? But EPL has opened up training facilities and all these things, but there's so many training rules involved. Oh, like, yeah. There's no tackling. Mm-hmm. Like we, we could, we could <laughs> no well tackling. Completely different sport. Like oh, you very absolutely, well absolutely. It's gonna be distancing. Like players are gonna be much more hesitant to actually go and like take the ball or like brush bodies and try and steal the ball from people. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be different. I think. And then there's gonna be some people that just don't give a crap and are gonna go full on like slide tackle, take the ball from you, no problem. Yeah, they're going to play the game like it's supposed to be played. Yeah. Right? And that's – it's a concern, and I understand that. And I, if I was in one of the EPL player shoes, I would probably be concerned as well. Like, yeah. you just don't know. Right? Mm-hmm. There's no way to know how this is going to play out. Right. So, it'll be interesting to see if they decide to try to come back or if they end up just saying, we're done. Like, Liverpool, yeah. here's your title. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm, I'm honestly not sure which way they're going to go. I think it depends on, I, on – it's going to come down to, I think, how the Bundesliga goes and if the player sentiment changes or not. I think it's going to yeah. come down to. So. Yeah. I was wondering if do you think there's going to be a case of COVID the first weekend of, in the Bundesliga. <laughs> For sports sakes, I hope not. 
Um, but uh, there's always a chance that somebody had it and they, they missed testing or whatever it was. And well, the carrier, someone could always just be a carrier too, right? Well, it's like the, like the UFC last weekend. The guy dropped out last second because he, oh, he tested positive, but all the other tests he had weren't positive. And then all of a sudden the day before the fight, he had it. Like, and we also, can we also comment? He was the only one at the weigh-in wearing a mask and gloves. And he was yeah. the one who had it. Yeah. Like, what are the chances? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it's, it's one of those things, like, you honestly don't know you have it until you get the positive test. And you can get four negative tests and then one positive and you're screwed. So. I'm also surprised, I will say this, that they went ahead with the fights after he was diagnosed with COVID. Well, it's also the fact that he, like, shook the guy's hand and stuff like that, and it was, like, a little questionable. But. Yeah, like, I just – I was surprised that they went ahead with the fights. Just yeah, because. I, but at the yeah, same time, yeah. it's the UFC. It's, so it's, I'm not. It comes down to money. That's how it works. I know. That, but, was, that was the most stacked card they've had in a long time, and there was zero chance they were canceling those fights. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> the amount of money they made on the pay-per-view and stuff – because but, no, nobody had had sports in yeah, months. No, I know. I know. I, know. <laughs> I totally get it. So. But I was just – what did you think of the UFC? I didn't watch it. I, everyone knows I'm not a it, UFC guy. It, it's different because um, you can <laughs> – it's actually almost better in a way because you can actually, like, hear the coaches in the corner and you yeah. can hear the punches and kicks landing and how hard they actually hit. It's actually I like I didn't watch. <laughs> it's actually like good in that way because you do like, oh my god, like this is actually like a full-on contact sport. Like, holy crap! Yes, yeah, so compared to like watching it before, where you didn't think it was a full. <laughs> well, but you never heard any of the punches or any of the kicks because there was such large crowd noise, right? No, I'm just making fun of you. But then there was also like, there's people that are like playing up to the crowd, and I'm like, there's no crowd. What the hell are you doing? Like. I like, the one guy was hilarious. His walking yeah. was funny. That was one, one guy threw his hat in the stands, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" But, you um, know what? They were putting on a show, and they were having fun with it. Like, no, of course, they've been in quarantine too. They were probably bored out of their goddamn minds. So they yeah. got a they got a chance to have some fun, and mm. a couple of them took it. I'll, the one comment that I found really, really interesting, and I can't remember which fighter said it, and I apologize for this, but he said afterwards that he heard the commentators, like Joe Rogan and um, what's the guy's name? DC. DC, thank you. He could hear what they were saying while he was fighting, and they were chirping him on not landing enough hits or something. Yeah. So then he started to do that more because he's like, well, if these guys are saying it, I probably should do it. And I was like, that's a very interesting, like, you're not going to get that in any other sport, right? You're not going to get that in hockey because the commentators are way, way up in the, in the rafters. You're yeah. not going to get that in basketball because they're way, way up in the rafters, right? Like, this is one of the few sports that, it, that you could actually hear the commentators making comments about what you're doing and make an adjustment. Yeah. So I thought I thought that comment was very very interesting, but I'm glad you liked it, and I'm, I heard it went off pretty well. Excuse me. It it did like I, honestly it was a it was a great card. Um, it 
made things I guess it was easing people into having, you know, sports back, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Um, and it was just a, uh, it was a well-run event, to be honest. It was, it was clean. Like, there was obviously some things that were kind of weird with, you know, some uh, corner people wearing a mask but not having it over their face, just having it on their neck. And it was like, it's a little weird. But what? Um, uh, other people, like, you know, there was a lot of shaking hands and stuff that I didn't really expect. Um, Joe Rogan yeah, shook every, every person's hand after the fight. Um, <clears throat> and to, it was a little, a little weird in that point, I guess, because yeah. I just wasn't, I wasn't expecting it, but, um, yeah, no, it was a, definitely a well-run event for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it went off relatively smoothly other than the one person. Getting mm-hmm. over, but, um, It'll be interesting to see how events are moved forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that'll pretty much do it for our kickoff segment, sponsored by Canada Kicking Academy. If you are looking for year-round professional development with elite competition, you need to train with the Canada Kicking Academy. You can follow them on Instagram at Canada Kicking Academy, or go to their website at CanadaKickingAcademy.com for all their latest updates. Daniel was actually recently on the Athletic Garage or the Athletes Garage. Sorry. Uh, podcast uh, you might want to check that out as well uh, they're trying to keep you guys updated as much as possible over there at Canada Kicking Academy and they're doing a pretty good job I will say that um, I guess we will move on and now we will get into our our favorite jersey conversation now this is key people these are not the best jerseys of all time these are our favorite jerseys and we want to hear from you and we got some great comments on our feed last week when I or when we posted and I started the conversation with the ever so beautiful Raptors jersey you see over my shoulder which is a great jersey by the way one of my favorites of all time yep. um, we got some really really good comments uh, but Kyle I want to hear you you can pick any sport what is your favorite jersey in that sport um, well I'll, I'll stick with basketball um, my favorite one right now is the the Heat Vice jersey. Um, I just I love how like how bright the colors are and how it pops. It's just to me, it's one of those. There's a lot of classic colors, a lot of great jerseys. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like classic really. I like new. I like fresh. I like exciting stuff. That's totally. Um, right. So to me, like the the new Miami Vice jerseys are just uh, one of the best jerseys out there. Yeah, and I, we had a couple people mention those ones in the in the comments um yeah those ones are good we also got the purple jazz mountain jerseys those are those are 90s extremes with like the beautiful rappers one and another one sorry go ahead no you go you go go i was saying like like those are a classic jersey and when i went classic jersey i meant more just like boston celtics haven't changed the color since the 19 who knows what yeah right cowboys yeah. Right. So and, and no, like those jazz ones are great. Yeah. Um, another one from the '90s from basketball that got a lot of love was the Vancouver Grizzlies, mm-hmm. which is my second favorite NBA jersey of all time, behind the Raptors one. Yeah. That is it's such a clean look, and it's with like the most outlandish colors, most outlandish color scheme you could possibly think of. Very true. Yeah, true. Um, it's like mint, mint green, I think is what they call it or something. Yeah, it's something like that. Um, 
but it's funny. Like they, they came out so nice somehow mm-hmm. and it just worked. Um, yeah. Unfortunately it seemed didn't last very long, but, but they brought them back this year and they looked clean as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, those are the kind of jerseys that you know if a team is bringing them back, even though it's not in the same city that it was originally put in, that it meant something to not only the fan base, but to people in general, because they think that it's going to sell again. And it did. It looked yes. so good. Ja Morant made that jersey look mint. Absolutely. <laughs> and they did a good job bringing it back. And you're going to see a lot more of those 90s ones coming back because obviously the Jazz did them this year with those Purple Mountains. The Raptors have obviously done the purple and the white version of that jersey, right? Mm. So it those '90s ones that mean something to teams are going to come back. There's no doubt about it. And right. That that says a lot about the outlandish style of the '90s, but also the classic look that they create. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on. Want to do hockey next, then, my friend? Sure. All right. My favorite hockey jersey, and I might be slightly biased, but at the same time, it was a they did a really good job with this jersey. It's the Colorado Avalanche one. Yes, it is hanging up in the studio. You can see it there. The third jersey. I hate Colorado's normal jerseys most of the time. They're they're a fine look. There's nothing to them. They're they're just there, in my opinion. When they came out with that jersey, I was blown away. Because they've had some very bad jerseys. <laughs> the team is not known for nice jerseys. No. That sure. one was clean. They used a nice color scheme. They used the old logo. Everything came across that one, and it worked. Mm-hmm. It took a lot for them to get to that point, but it worked. And yeah. that's why that is, ob- that is my favorite hockey jersey of all time. Close second, the green St. Pat's jersey from the mm-hmm. Sunbeam. Sunbeam yep. Warren, obviously, way back in the uh, 1920s. Yep. Those are my two. Make of that what you will. Yeah, so if, if I had to do, like, a classic jersey, I, I, love, I like the new Leafs look. I like the way that they redesigned the classic look. Um, didn't really do anything to change a whole lot, but in a way almost made it brand new at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I, I love the way they redid that. And obviously that whole brought in the whole Matthews era and stuff like that. So it kind of was a fitting time. Yeah. Um, and then a, a little bit more of a controversial one, which I love is the, uh, Coyotes Kachino Jersey. Um, that one gets ripped on so much. <laughs> it gets ripped on so much, but I love it. I don't know why. I just, I love the way it looks. I love the logo. We, I love... You want to know why? Do you, you want to know why? Cause we yeah. were kids when that one was out. And it makes us feel happy because we're going back to our childhoods. That's why. It means like, something to us. Like playing in NHL. If I had to play as Arizona, <laughs> I would always choose those jerseys. Like it's Who uses the normal jerseys in NHL, by the way? If you're playing a game, do you ever use just the normal jersey? People who are bored, I guess. But, but like, do you realistically? If, if you're actually picking jerseys and you're not just like clicking X to get through on the PlayStation? <laughs> no, you never use the regular jerseys. Exactly. By the way, I'm but, super yeah. happy. I'm super happy Colorado's talking about bringing the Nordiques jerseys back. Yeah, like those, those are are great for sure, and so simple too. Like if you actually look at the uh, jersey, it's blue with white fleur de lis on the bottom and a white cup. 
That's it. That's the entire jersey. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's clean. That's the biggest thing. So clean. That was definitely up there for one of my jerseys as well was, was potentially that. So. Uh, Irfan. I guess I missed his basketball ones, but I, I didn't really at the same time because he picked the Raptors. Um, actually, he picked the Raptors, the purple front with the black back that Carter wore. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he had the Vancouver Grizzlies. And speaking of dynasties and winning, uh, Celtics and the Lakers, just their normal jerseys. Yeah, like those are always great jerseys. and They're just not my thing. So they, like they're, they're iconic colors. Like you know when you wear a gold jersey, it's a Lakers jersey. Like, yeah, no, I agree. And I, I understand why he put them on. Like they, they always end up at the top of all these lists. Like yeah. every time. But for his hockey one, he went – with the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, like the Paul Correa, Scott Niermeyer, white. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, loves, he loves that one. He also has the Boston Bruins. Bobby Orr. Yeah. The Bobby Orr ones. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A little bit more throwback. He had so many hockey jerseys on his list. Um, he has the Vancouver Navy Blue with the, like, burgundy silver and blue stripes. Yeah, like you know, if I'm gonna add another one, it'd be the Vancouver throwback, the jersey I got when I was in BC. The the, uh, the skate, skate the skate one. Yeah, that one. Like that 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 one's nice. Like that's clean. It's. Um, I kind of wish I could get beret on the back of it, but. You probably can at some point. Just not right now. No, I put <laughs> I put uh, what did I put on there? Um, yeah, I got Pedersen. Yeah. Um, he also had this jersey on. The Preds way down his list he has like he has so many on this list <laughs> yeah, I, I just did a few i wasn't gonna make a, like i could have made a full list of like 10 <laughs> but i'm like i'm not this should that. be our next bracket <laughs> um he had the black white and red buffalo ones oh like the danny Breer yeah ones? dominic yeah. dominic hashik yeah. yeah he also he he also is a big proponent of the Winnipeg Jets jerseys, like right now, all three. Yeah, right. uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like that Cobalt jersey too, like that. that yeah, that's all, that was on his list. So like yeah. you just put all three Jets ones, and they're mm-hmm. they're clean. Like yeah. it's probably one of the best third jerseys right now in the league. And there's some good. I agree with that. There are some good ones, but that's probably one mm-hmm. of the best, along with the Colorado one. <laughs> um. Sure. Where do you want to head next? Yeah, baseball, soccer, football. We'll do just the big five for now. Uh, baseball, sure. Oh, baseball. All right. Um, I, I did. I did the Jays baby blue. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that, Screw that's, you. that's 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 mine. That's just it's clean and I I, don't, I loved it. Yeah. No, they did a really really good job with it. Um, a second one for me then, because I'm not going to use the same one as you, even though that is my number one. Yeah. Um, I really like the – this is going to sound really stupid, but the brown and yellow Padres jerseys that they brought back this year. Yep. I think they did such a good job with it, and it goes back to a time when they – like an iconic time in that franchise. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about history when it comes to jerseys. So for me, like that – that resonated with me. And I've, I've been very, very vocal about the Padres doing terrible jerseys. Like 
all the camo and stuff that they've had. Like it's, yeah, it's just too much sometimes. Those ones were clean. They did a really good job with them, so I respect what they pulled off there. Um, Irfan had his as the red Jays jerseys. The Canada ones. Okay. The Canada ones. Um, just because it looks so clean and it represents the country and mm-hmm. all that, like, which I get. And it is a clean jersey. I've talked about getting one forever. I've never actually gotten one. The yeah. only one that I have is the blue, like the normal blue jersey. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about getting the baby blue one. I have two. Oh, I'm thinking about getting it. I'm this close to purchasing it, but I have no money right now. <laughs> Welcome to a pandemic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I have, I have two of the blue Blue Jays jerseys. I've right. always wanted a red one. Now I kind of want one of the powder blue ones. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in trouble. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but yeah, like baseball is, for the most part, I find that baseball is a lot of just classic look. Like not many teams go out of their way to redesign jerseys. Um, they go with looks that are clean, that are mint, that have been around forever. Um, one of our one of our followers, um, Michael. Uh, Mazai, mm-hmm. he put the St. Louis Cardinals cream jersey. The one where they, yep. uh, it says St. Louis as, as opposed to Cardinals across the front. Um, yep. Really, really clean jersey. I, I'm all for that one. And if we're going back to throwbacks, uh, I also include the Expos jerseys. I always thought those were a clean look with the baby yep. blue, dark blue, red. Uh, reminiscent of our minor hockey association there, Kyle. Yeah, and the Nordiques. <laughs> and yeah, but the Nordiques was like a darker baby blue, right? Like I'm talking about like the yeah. true, true baby blue. Yeah, yeah. Um that those were well done. Those looked really, yep. really good. There's a lot like I mean, I'm always I am a big proponent of classic looks, so like obviously the Yankees will come up when you talk about classic. But they have not changed their jerseys since the nineteen 19- 40s, I think, was the last time they changed their jerseys. Their, their main jersey. The yep. Cubs is a classic look. You know what that jersey is. As soon as you walk by it, it's the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Right? Red Sox, same thing. Yeah. Although the Red Sox are just a solid color with the word Red Sox across the front. I was going to say, Red Sox is more just the name compared to the actual jersey itself. Yeah. So, I'm, okay, take the Red Sox out. because That doesn't really count, I guess. Um, but you get those classic looks in baseball a lot more than you'll get in other sports just because baseball is America's game and they don't want to change anything. Yeah. Which is fine. Do what you want to do. I don't care. <laughs> um, did you have anything you wanted to add before we moved on? No, like, like you could go on and on for, for the amount of jerseys that are classic look or, or brand new. Obviously it comes down to who likes what, but yeah. Um, baseball is definitely one of those sports where there's a lot of, different types of jerseys that get in, introduced as well or classic jerseys um and they have a little bit more freedom compared to some other sports that are limited on what jerseys they're going to have in a season yeah absolutely um one thing the mlb needs to do is work better on their players weekend jerseys because they've been whore awful the, uh, the, the, bla- the black one weren't weren't bad like you the can black see and the, the number no i know they that were, was the problem right if you were going to do an outline on the names and the numbers, it's a little bit better. But the fact that they just went solid black on black, mm-hmm. that's where it lost me. Like, I understand the logic behind it. 
but you have to be able to read the player name and the right. number and yeah. the logo, right? Like that's where you lost on those. Mm-hmm. They were that close, that close. But then the ones in the past before that were just awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were bad. Um, all right. Let's go football next. Okay. And I'll let you start. Um, I have two. Okay, go so it's, gonna, it's gonna kinda sound like a theme. A theme? Uh, the Chargers baby blue jerseys. Uh, yes, that one. Um, <laughs> I got you, bro. As well, as well as the the Patriots red throwback jerseys with the white and blue stripes yeah. on the shoulder. Oh, those are yeah. those are clean. I will give you so. That. So those those are the two I, I like. Obviously, I'm a little biased with the Patriots one, but it's it's I like the look. It's different than the just normal navy jersey. Um, and then with the Chargers, it's just a clean look, especially with that. Those just the it's basically baby blue and white. And it's a very simple color combination. Obviously, you have the Chargers yellow in there too, but yeah, Chargers yellow, a little bit of navy too, as yeah, like the fourth just, color. But yeah, oh, they're they're clean, they're classic. Yeah, yeah. And I 100% agree with the Patriots ones. That's not a biased opinion. That is yeah. a fair opinion because that look is so well done for mm-hmm. a team that has their look with that navy jersey. Yeah, and doesn't really deviate from it very often. <laughs> And rightfully so. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it is a staple. And you can tell, you know, again, you know who it is just by looking at the jersey that, hey, that's yeah. a Patriots player. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Um, and it's the same. Like, you can go around the league. Like, Dallas is the same way. Green Bay mm-hmm. is the same way. The Bears are the same way. Although they, mm-hmm. change, they sometimes change the striping on theirs. It's the same jersey every year. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get a whole lot of change in those organizations because the looks are so, so classic. Yeah. Um, but then you have organizations like Tampa and um, I'm totally blank, like Miami and teams that change them every like three years. And I was going to mention the cream school jersey, but I, I decided against it. So You would have been on an island on that one. I wouldn't have been able to back you up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I've supported most of your opinions on this, but that one I would not be able to back up. Um, there's just so many jerseys that are like iconic because they're classic and mm-hmm. haven't changed much. Like it's obviously Green Bay to me is a huge one because that is my team. So for me, that's, that's obviously one of my favorite jerseys to watch a game, but mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot to it. It's green, gold, white. They're not like going to change. Steelers are the exactly. same black black gold white right so it's right but then i i'm a big proponent of like the third jersey so like the red one for the patriots that is a clean look the packers have had some interesting throwbacks the last few years um i don't really know if i can pick one that i like better than all the other ones because some of them were really bad some of them were just okay Mm -hmm. um lots of people love that navy one the navy one's not bad i don't mind that one like that one's like that one's one of the ones that is okay to good Mm-hmm. Um, but they've they've missed on a lot. <laughs> I will be the first to admit that. I do like the Bills jerseys right now. I mm-hmm. think when they added the stripes on the sleeve, they did a good job with that, and they just made it simple, as opposed yep. to some of the ones that they had in the early two thousands and the twenty tens. They just they simplified and went back to something that looked classic, and they did a good job with that. Um, I also really like yep. the Chargers current set of jerseys, like all three. 
the blue, the white, and the baby. Like the new ones they just released? The new ones. The other ones. The new ones. I do oh. like the jerseys that, that they released this year. I think they are very, very mm-hmm. – I'm interested to see how they look in-game because there's only so much that you can predict beforehand what they're going to look like in-game, and they try to make them look as possible. But some yeah. jerseys that look really good on model don't look good in-game. So that's that's always my yeah. caveat before they play. Wait till you see how they play in game. So, um, yeah, Irfan didn't have any football on his list. I don't think they made up made up for it with NHL jerseys. Actually, he had yeah, he had multiple basketball in the NHL. Ironically, yeah. for soccer, he only had three. Yeah, I only have one for soccer. I try to just take one for that. Well, I'll let you go with that then. So, what's your soccer? Like? Um, the Nigeria home jersey. Okay, okay, I get you. It's it's an out there look. Yeah, it's it's it was basically revolutionary for what like a jersey would kind of look like. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those people. People fell in love with that jersey. Oh, and just like they're like, wait, we've never seen like. Obviously, there's some people. I like the I like the uh, Croatia one as well. That's yeah. that's also another jersey that I like. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's simple, like or not. Oh, it's actually, it's complete opposite of simple, but it's um, simple designs and color schemes that you just wouldn't really expect. Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree with that. They're, they're great in that aspect. Yeah, um, I I will agree one hundred percent with those. That like the Nigeria one is out there. Um, I wouldn't necessarily have it at my top just because this is going to sound really counterintuitive to what I've been saying across all these other jerseys. When it comes to soccer, I like simple and elegant, right? You don't need anything outlandish in soccer because it's soccer. Like Mm -hmm. you need to have a good look that can withstand time. Right. Um, That's why I kind of don't like the fact that teams are bringing out new kits every freaking year. I think it's ridiculous. Like, it's like every two weeks there's a team that has a new color scheme. <laughs> a new uh, a new leak jersey is coming out for 2021. Yeah. We're not even into the 2020-2021 season yet, but we're already bringing jerseys out for next year. Like I just pretty much I, like it baffles me. I don't get it. I think having a third jersey change every year fine, like I get that. Maybe having the first and second jerseys like the primary and secondary kit change every 5 years, fine, whatever. Yeah. Like if you need to change stuff up, I get it. You want to make sales, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it simple. Keep it elegant. Keep a look, right? One of my favorites of all time was actually not this TFC one, but the one with the sublimated leaf in the background, right? With like the darker red. I thought they yep. did such a good job with that jersey. It was so clean. They utilized the gray with the white and the and the red so nice in that jersey as a whole. Mm-hmm. I was kind of sad when they went away from it. I don't mind the jerseys this year that they have, um, but I just think they could have done a lot with keeping that one as much as possible. Um, oh, I, I would agree. Like that, that, was, that was one of the best jerseys they had, for sure. Yeah. And, like, I'm always impartial to this one because it was the first one, and I got the one before they actually got a sponsor. Oh, so really? Mine just says Toronto FC on the front as opposed to BMO. BMO, yeah. And, like, I'm talking I got this, like, a week before BMO was announced as a sponsor, and all the jerseys after that got BMO. It was just I, my dad happened to come across it in a store and happened to pick it up for me. And so, like, I love this jersey. I think it was a very unique look, and 
whenever you think of Toronto FC in the early days, that's the look that you're going to remember. It's not anything else. It's oh, for sure. Um, yeah. And then you go into some of the other like leagues and like Irfan had throwback the Liverpool Carlsberg jerseys with the little mm-hmm. stripe down the side from the Gitas. Um, and everyone who sees that jersey automatically thinks of Stephen G. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to <laughs> it's the only way to see that jersey properly. Pretty much. Um, he also had the uh, AIG Man United kits, the red with the white and black stripe down the back that was cut off by the name and number. Mm-hmm. And then the black one as well. And the Vodafone one, the good old Beckham days. Yep. I actually have both of those. <laughs> there you go. Um, so that's funny for me. I'm pretty sure I have a Liverpool, my Liverpool or Carlsberg one. I'd have to check that. I know I have a Liverpool jersey. I just can't remember if it's a Carlsberg one or not. Um, and then he also put the Brazil national kit. Okay. Yeah. Because that's a clean look. Um, mm-hmm. If you wanted to go out Wandish, just look at the MLS in the 90s. But <laughs> I didn't like any of those kits. So. <laughs> no, they had to stand out in some aspect and decided to do that. Um, a different look was actually that I liked was the blue Canada kit. I don't know if you remember that. No. Um, so for, I think it was 50 years, either 50 or 100, and it was like five maybe 10 years ago now, mm-hmm. they brought this blue kit out. And it was what, what one of like the original Team Canada's wore, like way, way back when. Yeah. And basically it was blue with a red maple leaf. No, nothing else, just a leaf. Numbers and then like white trim on the collar, on the sleeve, and on the back, or on the base. And it like, for anyone who's a Canada fan, like, Obviously, our colors are red, white, black, usually is the third. So to yeah. see the blue, it was a little out there, but it, they did such a good job and it looked clean that it wasn't that bad, in my opinion. Right. I liked the look. Um, I also am a big fan of the Dortmund kits. Okay. The black with the yellow. They, they always manage to do a nice combination of those two. And like sometimes you can get lost in like a bumblebee look. Right, if yeah. you do too many hoops or anything like that. They've never really fallen into that as Dortmund. They, no. They've always had something that was clean and precise across all the lines. So yeah. I've always been a fan of the Dortmund and I always look forward to when they're releasing new kits. Yeah. That's that's my opinion at least. I know we are very different when it comes to jerseys you and me. So Oh yeah, yeah. No. It's and then everybody has their obviously their own opinion, right? So it's yeah. Um to each their own, and you know, some people like certain colors, some people don't. Just how it works. Well, I was laughing. My, I told my dad we were having this conversation. He's like, "Yeah, well, I just read this article on the, the ranking the NFL jerseys, and the, the the Carolina Panthers finished dead last." Yeah. People don't like the color scheme. I can think of a bunch of other jerseys I hate more than that. But that's the thing. You and me are are fine with that color scheme. We don't mind yeah. the baby blues. We don't mind the light blues, right? No. A lot of people hate the light blue for a sports jersey, especially yeah. when it's not like a third jersey like the Chargers now, right? They don't like the look. 
I think it's probably because they like they like the Oakland Raiders jerseys. Black Oakland and Raiders silver. is ranked number one. Yeah, I know. It's black and silver. Got to have it. No, like there's sorry. really nothing to that jersey. <laughs> I get it's a classic, and I get that you know what team that is by looking at it from a hundred thousand miles away. But there's nothing to it. There's no design. It's black and silver. Yeah. And the other one is white. And black. Yeah, and like, hey, like, you know, if they like it, they like it. That's just not my thing. So, no, I don't know. I think you and me have a lot of similar ideals when it comes to jerseys, thankfully. Mm. Because if we didn't, this, I, actually, I guess not thankfully, because if we didn't, this conversation would be a lot more interesting. <laughs> true, true. But, I digress. We, uh, we have, we understand what it takes to make a jersey. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is how much time it takes to actually design a jersey, put everything together, and get it out the door. Yeah. Um, and that's and why... So, honestly, sometimes you have to take chances, too. Like, Absolutely. If you are going to go outlandish, you've got to take a chance on if you think it's going to pay off or not. Because chances are you're going to have to roll out a lot of merchandise <laughs> if, with a new jersey. So Absolutely. And the thing is, a lot of the time, it, it does come off clean. Like, you can get a clean look no matter what. Um, yep. I, I always think of those uh, floral jerseys that we had for one of our clients out in BC. Mm-hmm. That was an outlandish look. Yeah. And when when we started it, I remember thinking, I don't know how this is going to come off. Like, this, is, this could be really, really bad. Yeah. But you get a good designer, you get a good team, you can get a really, really good jersey. That is unique. Like, you're not going to find many jerseys that look like that floral one. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Right? So, you find you just need the right team sometimes to put it all together. And, unfortunately, for some teams, like the Rams, they're not. They don't come off well. That, but, oh, man. What did you think of the Rams? I hate it. It's just, there's certain teams that just don't understand. Like what well, a good the worst part is, they had some of the nicest jerseys last year. Yeah, when they had like the semi throwback sort of. But thing. They, they've had so many bad jerseys over the they years. Have. Like, they have. just terrible. They have. I agree, one hundred percent. And it's just like, guys, come on. Like, well, the worst yeah. part is too is that they look almost identical to the Chargers. Oh, absolutely. Like, if you actually look, they have the same spot for the stripes. Like, it's this almost the exact same color. It's almost as if they're like playing in the same city. But you think you'd want to go completely opposite then? Like, you, don't, don't. Like, you don't want to match the team playing in the same stadium. No, it's true. Like, yeah, it's just ridiculous. And I, I laughed so hard when Eric Dickerson made his comments. He yeah. ripped them, and I loved it. But then again, Eric Dickerson was also wearing the, the Rams on the shoulders jerseys. Right. And I don't think he would ever say that the jerseys he wore were much better, but he knows what a good jersey looks like. He understands that this is not what the fans want. No, He's sure. been a big proponent since they released the logo, which in and yeah. of itself is a whole other issue of... That's, that's a whole other involvement. That's yeah. a whole other issue of crap, but like they, they totally blew those ones. For sure. Oh, absolutely. They're seventh out of seven on the redesigns for 2020. 
Yep. In almost every category. <laughs> and right, right in front of them is probably the Atlanta Falcons stuff. I don't mind the Atlanta ones. They look much. like the mean machine from longest yard. Yeah. That mean machine jersey isn't that bad. Like, like people are ripping it because it looks like that, but like, you know what that jersey looks like. It's not a bad jersey. Like, I get that it's not the Falcons per se. Like, I, I understand that. Yeah. But they, they tried something, and it didn't come across that bad. Like, people are ripping it. And I, I understand I, – like, I listen to what people are saying. I understand why people don't like it. Like, I get it. But at the same time, the same argument can be said on the opposite side and be like, it's not that bad. Like, the Mean Machine yeah. jersey is a good look. Like, they didn't just use that for – for a movie because they thought, oh, this is going to be terrible and it's going to look like they're prisoners. No, they're actually good jerseys. Yeah, fair enough. And I don't mind the gradient. I just think they should have gone with red pants on the gradient jerseys as opposed to black pants because it just looks like they're fading away. Yeah. Uh, like Obviously, there's there's a, a crap ton of jerseys that have been terrible over the years for sure, whether okay. it's NFL or any other sport that comes out. And it's. Uh... I forgot to mention one in the NFL that uh, Wade, our CFL analyst, uh, posted on our Twitter conversation is the mm-hmm. Philly uh, Kelly Green jerseys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The iconic ones and the ones that even Michael Vick wore. The Invincibles with, jerseys? The Invincibles, yes. The Kelly Green with white numbers, and that's pretty much it. Yep. That's a clean look. No, absolutely. Like, there's, there's many teams that are like that, too. Like, it's like... It's, it's, it's amazing who comes up with some of this stuff and how some people are not fired for their jerseys, but... Um, fired for their jerseys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not wrong. There's nothing wrong with saying that. You screw up that bad, you get fired. Mm-hmm. You screw up a little bit, you might not get fired, but you're going to be watched next time you get to make a jersey. <laughs> oh, for sure. So... All right. Yep. Anything you want to add before we head off today, my friend? Um, no. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm waiting for sports to come back, and that that's going to be huge. Um, and we're slowly getting there. Um, I think I think yeah, the idea of potentially doing a jersey bracket could be a, a good idea as well. Absolutely. Um, and doing something like that. Um, and then obviously. Uh, Knock on wood that the Bundesliga goes well, and uh, maybe it'll pave the way for other sports. So. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how these games are going. I'm gonna probably head up and watch one right now. There you go. Because we can. <laughs> All right. Well, for Kyle, who was able to join us, and for Irfan, who was not. Uh, my name is Nick McVicker. We want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Garage Door Sport. Follow us on Instagram at Garage Door Sports. Yes, there's no S on the Twitter one. Don't ask us why, because there's just not enough space, apparently. Stupid. Here's how it works. <laughs> um, make sure you follow us. Drop a comment on our jersey thread. We would love to hear what your favorite jerseys are, because we actually like jerseys, and we are interested in these kind of things. That's obviously, obviously, we like jerseys. Uh, <laughs> they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Make sure you check out the Canada Kicking Academy if you are a special teams player in Ontario. Those guys are doing great stuff. And make sure you check out our website, garagedoorsports.com. We have new articles going up every week. This week we had 
the AL Central uh, season preview for the MLB, assuming that they play the same sort of way that they have divisions before. Who knows? Which we don't know, and that's fine. But we're going off of the fact that they are going to play the same divisions that they have before, and we're going to just pretend like that works. Um, Expect the AL West to come out this week, as well as possibly one of the NL teams. Special. Um, But other than that, just make sure you keep following along. We will have updates as we can, and we will have interviews coming out as well this week. Um, We got a chance to talk to some CPL players, and those will be coming out sometime this week. So for everyone here, make sure you stay safe. Enjoy the nice weather that should be coming up soon. And we will see you next time.